On this Infill Pilgrims Live, we talk all things streaming, who is the giant, and what does the next 10 years look like? And, you know, we have some other topics on this episode you do not want to miss. So let's go. Welcome, everyone, to another episode of the Info Pilgrims Live podcast. I am Jack May, and with me this week in the beautiful Collab Studios, David Dolby. David, how are you this week? Jack, I'm doing just fantastic. I had quick brag moment, a math test last week. Got a 91. Just so we, just so what? all the listeners know, he's not a 15-year-old child. He's actually in college. I am doing college, but yes, it was college <laughs> algebra. And I had gotten like, uh, I had gotten a couple 70s on these tests, and this one I got a 90, so I was super pumped. Math is really hard. David, yeah, I respect your, your, your blatant honesty, but yeah. <laughs> telling all the listeners that you get 70s on math tests doesn't give us a lot of credibility I, to this podcast. My math game is strong. I will say my math effort is sometimes not as strong. So it's the effort, not yeah, the well, thought. Well, it's always effort. Well, okay. Interesting fact about really good mathematicians, they're always psychos. Um, Isaac Newton... He's a virgin. Well, I mean, yeah, and they're not to like just be like. <laughs> I like how that just that just threw well, you off. <laughs> it made it made us sound like we're just poking like, oh, what a loser. Oh, but I'm a hundred percent going after no, Newton for being a loser. No, but it's just like this guy. He was not your everyday normal person you'd see at Walmart and just strike up a good conversation with. He was like, he was out there a little bit. Well, no, from all the the research I've done on him, I, I've been told that like. He is more was more stuck up, and that's why people didn't like to be around him because he's like, "Oh, look what I've done," kind of thing. And people are like, "Oh, I don't want to be around that dude. He thinks he knows everything." I thought he was just like super obsessed, and he's like, "I don't have to." Yeah, with himself. Else. <laughs> I just want to do math all the time. No, but it goes to show you. My point being, math is weird. hard. Oh, is that the, it? The people that are the best at it are crazy. That's how hard it is. They're just like, "I'm so good at it, but it broke me." So either you get to be a cool person and be a decent at math, or no good at math. You either die ben, hero. Better producer showing us a photo. He definitely looks like a nerd. He look. I mean, he's straight got good up hair nerd. Flow. He could be a lead singer for Led Zeppelin. <laughs> Are you kidding me? He, he's that's zooming like in Robbie on it. Plant. Is that his name? I think that's his name. That guy could be a rock star. Uh, and I, well, Isaac Newton. Just look him up. He invented some crazy stuff. Oh my gosh! We told him <laughs> he invented gravity, which no. he didn't really invent. He discovered. Yes, kind of. The, well, the, just that principle is interesting though, because. I mean, you have to have a pretty good imagination to be like, there's a force pulling us towards a circular object. I don't know. I it's feel like it, it, it takes a little bit of thought. And I, it's it, let's talk about that for a second. Like the 1800s, Uh-oh. like people are always like crediting people for discovering things in the 1800s, but it's like <laughs> nothing was known of. And it's like, oh, okay, I could have been the one who comes back to the 1800s, but like, look, things fall from the sky. I'm calling that gravity. Like I, 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 I appreciate the thought that you know. He did discover gravity. Yeah, someone had to do it. It was him. But I think that sometimes we give too much credit to these people when there was nothing that was before them. Well, there was a reoccurring principle of nature, and they just kind of identified Yeah, and the, they just elaborated. And but like, that's important because that's how you have to build science off that kind of stuff. I, I agree with that. But I, at the same time, I think that you know we need to give these people who, who are the ones who elaborate on that more credit. Like the, the people who were discovering like the, the black hole – like, oh my goodness, like, could you tell me the, the woman's name who discovered the black hole and took a picture of it? No. No, but, but we can discover it. a guy who just said, oh yeah, rocks fall from the sky, let's call that gravity. He, okay. You see what I'm saying? I, yeah. One's more impressive and we don't even know. 
Yeah, I, the black hole thing that just blows my mind because I still don't really know. Oh, what, what's going through what Ben's head? He's just <laughs> smiling and giggling but I will at me. Say, Isaac Newton did a whole lot more than just. I know, I know. Rock. You're I, definitely I, throwing shots at him, and just because you said he was a virgin, there it is. <laughs> ben is showing us more photos of him, some caricatures. I, I'm saying Isaac Newton did not live the normal life, but he made some epic discoveries. There and we go. People who develop these math problems, I'm telling you, Jack, like the Greeks. They used math to discover that the world was round before they had any kind of satellite image. And nothing in their reasonable mind to say, hey, maybe this whole thing is a circle. Huh. They used math <laughs> to figure it out. Ben, ben you got to stop showing these photos. I think Newton had incredible hair. He had a big old nose. I don't know if it was a wig. I don't know if it was a wig, but it Okay, so luxurious. before we get into our topic, I, I, I have to talk football with you for a second. I have one thing I've noticed recently is highly drafted quarterbacks. Again, this has nothing to do with our topic. Highly drafted quarterbacks rarely pan out. Look at it. For every Peyton Manning, there are two Ryan Leafs or Jamarcus Russell. This year, look at it. Carson Wentz stinks. Baker Mayfield stinks. Jameis Winston stinks. Oh, I knew you were going to bring Phillip him up. Rivers. I was hoping you were going to spare him. Philip Rivers Ugh. stinks. Jared Goff stinks. Then let's look at the people who are actually thriving this year. Russell Wilson, third-round pick. Great. Kirk Cousins, fourth-round pick. Great. Last pick of the first round, Lamar Jackson, great. Dak Prescott, fourth round pick, great. And then obviously we have Tom Brady, the GOAT of all time. That makes Ben happy. Sixth round pick. My question to you is this. When are we allowed to say NFL scouts are garbage and don't really know what they're doing and they're just getting paid money? Look (laughs) at This is the problem I think we're going to run into. Okay, this is my hot take. The the reason why these quarterbacks usually get drafted so high is because of performance that they've already done. Yeah. So they've had really good games. And maybe going into an NFL team with the pressure, maybe there's a connection more like the pressure and inheriting a team like that than just saying NFL scouts are garbage because I don't know. I mean, you have your Tom Brady's, but look at Aaron Rodgers. He was an early draft pick. Was no, he wasn't. He was no, a, he it wasn't. was a mid-first-round uh, pick. Jameis Winston won on Sunday. Alex He's Smith was taken over him. Incredible potential. He threw for three interceptions again, didn't he? Two. Two, whatever. <laughs> So, but in my like twenty minutes. My point to this is that I you see the case. Keenum. It's interesting. Case yeah. Keenum. He set all the records in NCAA. He was taken in. I think the fourth or he wasn't even drafted. Excuse me. He was undrafted, and he's he had a couple good years. So I don't think it is about performance because you look at all the people who have great performances. You have the Baker Mayfield who was set up to have success in in Cleveland. You can't tell me that any other quarterback who has Jarvis Landry. Uh, OBJ, Nick Chubb wouldn't be having a playoff caliber season right now. Whereas um, Baker Mayfield is third in the NFL with picks. Like he's rushing it. He doesn't look like an NFL quarterback. He can't even see over his offensive line. You can see that in games. So for me, I think that the problem is NFL scouts are redundant. We have all these pundits on TV. We have the Todd McShays, the Mel Kuypers, who are saying, like, oh, this person's going to be great, great. This is all we need. These NFL scouts obviously don't know what they're doing. The pundits don't know what they're doing. So why don't we just start drafting these players the way that they should be drafted? Just whoever I has the best year, they yes. go to the the crappiest team. And then we can start to see this. Well, isn't that kind of how it does, how it works already? Whoever has the best year, they just go to the... No, because look at... What's his name? Um, uh, Carson Wentz. He played in like a like lower bowl subdivision with North Dakota State, and he got drafted second overall. So I don't think that's true. 
Like he had a good oh. year, but it was okay. with a with yeah, a crappy team. Saying. So well, maybe I, just, I don't agree with it. And this is a, my hot take. Yes, I I wouldn't come at the NFL scouts so hard just because I'm sure there is some kind of skill involved in their job. But nope. this is an interesting conundrum nope. you bring up that nope. these first round picks. Uh, you look at all the other out. all the other great like left tackles. Um, are our cornerbacks they're all late round draft picks but you look at like defensive ends and running backs they're the only ones who are drafted by their calibers for every ezekiel elliott uh our um excuse me uh dalvin cook who are all like first or second round picks they they do well but you very rarely have these late round picks in and running backs running backs are judged very well correctly so are defensive ends we see that with this past year with like six defensive ends taken so my thing is I think scouts need to be removed. <laughs> oh my goodness! Or just let me become one, and yeah. I'll just let yeah, me be proven wrong. Hire Jack, he's going to get you the best quarterback ever. This is just my hot take, and yeah. I wanted to talk about. He's he's not feeling. Uh... <laughs> I think Ben just showed us photos now. Yeah, it's a sign that says it's, it's all about the Benjamins. <laughs> Maybe that has something to do with it, though. It's something about the money bringing in certain. I don't know. You you figure it out, Jack. You go be an NFL scout. I don't want to watch people throw football for like eight hours a day. But I they get paid millions game. of dollars to yeah, be a scout, and they the don't game, even do their job like, right. Oh, like, you tell me how 31 teams did not take Tom Kaepernick? Brady. Would you take Kaepernick? Yes, right I would take Kaepernick oh, right no. now. Listen don't hire me. Jack. Listen do not hire Listen Jack. Listen to me. First off, I am sick and tired of Should've the NFL being dictated by, you know, what happens off the field. If you can play football on the field, great. Have your stupid emotions. Who cares? As long as you're not running around stabbing people like Ray Lewis it was, then who cares? Let him. He's not doing anything illegal. He's just growing his hair out and, and wearing <laughs> Kunta Kinte uh, shirts. Like, uh, who cares? Like, if yes. he can throw the football and he's better than your quarterback, sign him. You can get him from a veteran's minimum right now. Stop thinking about these stupid issues. And like, if it's not creating a like uh, a division in the locker room, who cares? Yeah, well, if they can play, that's what it comes down to. That's probably part of the thought process. I. I don't want to get into a Kaepernick discussion because you seem heated on your NFL knowledge right now. I am. But I don't think Kaepernick stopped playing because of the controversy of the whole. Oh, no, no, no. I think his skill set was That's declining. what I was going to say. I think he definitely has lost the step. You know, he's not the same scrambling quarterback he was. And then you couple that with. <laughs> what was that, like, Ben? <laughs> you couple that you with, mic for with, ben him this being, with him being such a controversial figure in the media and this a lot of attention you gotta deal the with risk is, the is, risk doesn't i mean the reward doesn't outweigh the risk maybe i don't know i wouldn't want him to come on the bucks i'd rather see Jameis. Jameis winston is the worst quarterback in the nfl <laughs> absolute <laughs> worst how many he picks so he's thrown for 22 watch. picks already so exciting to watch 22 picks 20 it's, it's 20 he's setting records hey do you want him back next year yeah sure i don't think i don't know i'd, I'd rather them draft somebody but i keep Jameis around okay all right, let's just move on to our topic because I, I feel like we just went on a crazy tangent. Jack went on a crazy – I feel like I was very level-headed you know, and reasonable in my approaches. I wanted you to come on the tangent with me, and I kept trying no, to drag you, and you no. wouldn't come. That's the problem. I'm not hating on NFL scouts. <laughs> I feel like They got a lot of money. You think this is like a they cult? They got to be skilled. All right, anyway, so our topic this week is called Streaming Wars. Um, you look at the streaming giants right now, obviously with you know Disney Plus coming out, they have 10 million subscribers that we know of in the first two weeks. Um Research says that they're not going to show the, their numbers until the beginning of uh, their new numbers until the beginning of next year. Hulu's got 28 million. Netflix has 60 million U.S. subscribers, like 138 uh, worldwide subscribers. Then you have the smaller brothers 
like the YouTube Reds with 1.5 million, the PlayStation View with 70, 785,000 subscribers. So these are, the, these are the numbers we have right now. So do you think that because these numbers are starting to become so fluctuated, do you think the time of cable and dish is over, David? Oh, yeah, I think big time. Yeah? I think, well, you can get streaming services that will show you the channels you would need for cable anyway. Okay. Like, it, I don't, and this is just my own example. I don't know if this is, like, the average way, but I had, like, a, a flash drive I plugged into a TV because it has a flash drive port now. Most of them do. Or some I think you can just get on the internet with mm -hmm. them. But I plugged in a flash drive, and I would get different streaming options like Netflix. Mm -hmm. And there was a... It came with the Wi-Fi. It was like an Xfinity TV, mm -hmm. and it had local channels. So I had no need for cable at all. Hmm. And that was even if I wanted cable. And the only reason why I wanted the Xfinity was, like, because the local news stations show the football games, right? Mm -hmm. And you can get that on better streams. Well, you services. don't want to watch it anyways because it's the Bucks. Well, yeah. Well, I do want to watch every <laughs> single game because I'm a diehard fan, Jack. And I will watch the highlights of the worst losses just to see one huh. good defensive play. Dude, you set me up for that one. I wanted that. But, no, I'm just saying there's there's better options for even watching sports than the local cable networks. And the quality and the not having advertisements every, like, three minutes, oh, yeah. it's just way better. And now you have so much more options on these streaming services it seems like that's yeah. Ca cable is done even before like Disney Plus came out, and now it's just there's no hope. And I think cable is like being assimilated into. Well, and you look at it, cable and Dish. All they really have left are their their NBA, NFL packages left because that's the only thing people want anymore. Like, oh, uh, do I need to watch the latest show on CBS? No, I can just get Hulu and watch it the next day and watch it when I want to watch it instead of yeah. having to sit down, you know, set this time aside to watch it. Like, no, I can. Shoot, I can watch it in the bathroom at work for all I care. So I think that... That's Jack at work right there? No. Watching CBS shows in the bathroom? I don't like CBS. What's on CBS? Isn't that like Big Bang Theory? Or Young Sheldon now? Yeah. 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 Jack knows. <coughs> he whipped those two out real quick. <laughs> two of his faves. Yeah, two of my favorites. get into it. <clears throat> Big Bang Theory. No, but so like I think that the problem is that, you know, not just Comcast, but like cable itself shot itself in the foot by, you know, kind of... Uh, putting only these NBA and these NFL, these MLB packages, that's the only thing that's valuable to them anymore. And so w why would I want to buy Comcast when I could just literally get the Comcast package that only that the NBA league pass? Like there's just no purpose to it anymore. Yeah. And I think that the convenience battle went out and then the quality started deteriorating in cable because the shows on cable aren't even as good as like no. you get on HBO or something yeah. like that. And this is just like the evolution of technology. It's kind of interesting to see how it keeps evolving. Well, and you look at it like people are always like, man, I, I don't want to pay for Disney Plus. I don't want to play for Hulu. I don't want to play for Netflix. Well, you're starting to see the the intelligence of these owners with you know Disney Plus being packaged with Hulu and ESPN Plus. I think that's going to be the way of the future. It's going to be like, hey, look, um, I'm not getting as much subscribers. You're not getting as much subscribers. Let's package together. And the people are like, oh, I'm getting both of these for the, the same price. Instead of like, I don't have to buy 700 channels when I only watch two channels. I'll just buy the subscriber package for those two channels. Yeah, I, it, I think it's toast. <laughs> and to go back to the prices and see how affordable this is. So I did some research too, even though 
I don't like particularly enjoy researching things like streaming services. That's just not that it's not like researching something like <laughs> tigers in India or something cool. But um, the prices for this Netflix nine bucks a month, Hulu six bucks a month, Amazon nine bucks a month, Sling twenty five dollars a month. But that's like I think a bunch of that's channels. actually still cable. Yeah. I think. Uh, HBO Go and now is fifteen dollars a month, so it's still a little pricey too. But they kind of ride the quality. I think they're like, the, and we can show everything. And it's HBO and Game of Thrones. Yeah. Oh. Let, let's remove Sling from that list. What's okay. the price of everything together? Because I think that's the curious thing. You look at. I was looking at the average price for cable right now is one hundred and fifteen dollars for a hundred channel package a month. You could get HBO, Disney Plus, Amazon, Hulu, Netflix, and um, yeah, those for under forty bucks. I think. So you're telling that. me I can get everything I want to watch and then still get NBA League Pass, which is $100 a year? Yeah. And I and get for, everything I want right there? Yeah, for under probably, well, that would be like 140 Yeah, it's, it's half the price. Yeah. yeah. You see, and so it, it's affordable and you get all the same content. So the streaming is the way of the future. And my buddy was, I was talking to this about my buddy today hmm. and we were talking about like, well, what is after streaming? Because DVDs came and went, like VHS came and went, all these things come and go. Is there a new thing after streaming that will be even more effective or well? And easy I think to I, use? I think that comes down to my next question: is who do we think is going to end up as king? And I think it's an obvious answer: it's going to be Disney. I think Disney's already starting to enrapture everything. You know, whether it be Hulu, um, I don't think Netflix will ever be taken by Net uh, Disney, but it's going to come down to that those two battles. You're already seeing Netflix countering Disney with getting Nickelodeon's rights and starting oh, to create really? Nickelodeon's. And that's that's brilliant. This is what makes a non-monopoly market awesome because at the end of the day, we always discuss like Disney is the evil evil monster giant that controls all our content. Having that buffer that is Netflix with their Nickelodeon with whatever whatever, whatever other content it means that Disney can't sit on its laurels. Like they still have to put out great content for us. Yeah, they'll, I mean, but they're. I feel like they're becoming the most lucrative and inclusive of like the streaming. Uh, just as far as who they bought and all the different. Well, like they have stores. ten million Don't subscribers. Ten million subscribers. Oh yeah, that in, was one of the stats. In two I had. weeks. Two no, weeks. No, they had ten million people in little more than a day. Disney Wait, Plus. Wait, what? Yeah. They got more in little more than a day than yeah. HBO had. We, we're in not going to get the years. stats until the beginning of the new year for the whatever how many subscribers they have right now. So just imagine that number. It's just going to keep getting bigger and bigger. But I think one thing on top of you know not having that monopoly with Disney and Netflix is also Disney has some great leadership in place right now. Um, the great Disney, uh, Disney's uh, granddaughter right now, she's very protective of the content. She wants to make sure that it's not going to become stale. You know, um, is it Bob I Bob is not in charge anymore, right? I don't know. That would have to. Whoever he's he's still in charge. Bob yeah. Not, so Bob no, Iger Bob uh, is is a. Never heard that name in my life. Why am I thinking of something rich? I'm looking at Ben. I'm is trying to figure rich? this out. He's no, 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 no. Rich. Like the guy's name is Rich. <laughs> oh. But I'm I've got to look up this name now. It's going to drive me Bob insane. Bob Iger and Rich. But Bob Iger, anyways, he's a great leader, and he is, you know, brought in some big companies like Lucasfilm. Like, who would have thought Disney would have bought Lucasfilm? I tell you, Jack, and I know they're a very effective company. But this is what I was also thinking about from the other perspective. Ten million people in little more than a day get purchased Disney Plus, okay. 
And that's not even to mention <laughs> Disney Plus. You can stream four different streams at the same time. Yeah. So you can have like four people per one. So let's say not all of them had four people, but let's say 10 million subscriptions. Let's double it to stay safe. So yeah. there's probably like 20 million people. And as soon as you subscribe, do you think you're going to watch something on it? No. Or Probably. You're I probably going to open up Disney Plus and be like, hmm, let's see what they got. Well, I Jack did. I guess I'm out. I'm I bet within the tw- next 24 hours you watch something on Disney Plus. David, have you gotten Disney Plus? No. But I'm just saying. Are you going to? Probably not. But that's over 20 million people who are probably streaming some content from D- Disney Plus in, in that one day in 24 hours. Hmm. And they, you, if you looked at what they're streaming, it probably all came down to maybe 10 shows, maybe tw- oh, 20 yeah. shows. Okay. Like the Mandalorian. Like, basically. Yeah, the yeah. tops. <laughs> so imagine how much information input Disney was in control of in those 24 hours. That is crazy. If you want to think about, and I just think why they're called the evil empire. Well, this is this is my thought process. I don't know enough about the way the human mind works to know for sure if visual stimulation like TV and how it's set up has any kind of effect on how we uh, interpret reality. Oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. Yes, you can. I think that's very easy to discuss. Okay. Yeah, because, I mean, let's look at this. Jack's jumping on board, but then it gets scary a little bit. Yeah, but you think about it. The way our content is produced to us is the way we want to live our lives. That's why we have reality TV. Okay, yeah. So a lot of it, it it does affect the way humans think about the world. And you can see this as kids. Like, we don't know how it affects kids if they watch too much TV. Because what are they interpreting TV as? (laughs) So I'm just saying... Disney could be influencing a large piece of the present population in America That's in that, ways that we don't know. See, and that, that goes back to our previous podcast where we talked I about know, that. I know, but you know and, how... It's the truth, though. Yeah. We have to be careful because, yes, it could be... The, uh, it is a bit redundant us saying it again, but the fact is when one company can control that much of a narrative, it's a dangerous situation. It doesn't matter how much you safeguard yourself. There's still ways for you to fall and create a, a dangerous situation to be in. And by the way, so you want to hear how I got the whole rich thing for the former oh, Disney please, CEO? Yeah, this this so, was killing us. We we had to get back to this. His name was Michael Eisner, and I was thinking of Rich Eisen. And that's how I got Rich Eisen and Michael Eisner. Who's Rich Eisen? Rich Eisen's the NFL. He's on the NFL uh, uh, show. Okay. And that's that's why I was like, Rich Eisen. Your brain was just Eisen. connecting things like that. Yeah. See, the human brain is very complicated. It makes all sorts of connections. Who knows how TV is influencing it? Mm. But mm. anyway, I'm just saying. Uh, what I saw an article about the new Jack Ryan show from Amazon, which my dad was kind of watching because he liked uh, Tom Clancy growing up. He read some of his books, and then he was excited when they got. Did changed you read those books? Then? I read Clear and Present Danger. Rainbow Six Three was a cool. Your brother one. read those a lot. No, no. I was mainly the one that was reading. Oh, that's them. true. Robert doesn't read. He read some stuff. I think like. He liked Hop on Pop big time. That was a great one. Hop on Pop. But it it does. It has some good themes in there. Anyway. Everybody likes to hop on Pop. But, um, yeah, anyway, this Tom Clancy show with the dude from The Office, I guess it – John Krasinski. Yeah, it portrays um, the CIA and the American global agenda in certain ways. And whether it's good or bad, it portrays it in a certain way. And that is – that has an influence on the way people think about the CIA, the FBI, and all these intelligence services. It does frame the way we mold these concepts in our own brain. And it's interesting that they use this guy, John Krasinski, from The Office. So he's like who everybody likes. He was a good character, Jim. Everybody loved Jim. He was funny. He messed with Dwight. 
And the older generation, everybody loved Jack Ryan from Tom Clancy. He was like this American CIA super spy. So they got the newer generation in with Jim, and then they got the older generation in with like the Tom Clancy idea. So it's like the perfect setup for a show where yeah. all sorts of demographics will like it. And then you can influence the way they frame uh, the CIA, the American global agenda, right-wing politics, left-wing politics, all those things, and you're streaming it to tons of people. That's got to be some kind of influence. Yeah. I mean, you think about it. It's a war show, so it's obviously trying to portray war as a good thing or a bad thing in their mind. Yeah. So that's that's a good way. Here's a question. Um, what happened to Redbox? Oh, Redbox was big for a while. It it's was like, still everywhere. Okay, Redbox was like the in-between of Blockbuster and Netflix. Yes. It was like this bridge that got And everyone was like, oh, this is such a cool thing. Yeah. Like, I don't have to go sit in a Blockbuster trying to find this movie. I can just go and push a button, give them my credit it card, and like boom, the, it comes out. It was like the DVD vending machine, yeah. the last gasp. But it's thing. still everywhere. But Are like, they everywhere? I don't. Yeah, I mean, I look guess at every... I don't get a lot of them. Well, but you, if don't you don't go have grocery Wi-Fi, shopping, do yeah. you? And if you don't have Wi-Fi, you're just like, yeah. What are you gonna do? Well, and that's that's the thing I was thinking about. Uh, I was actually at my um, physical therapy appointment today, and my I do go grocery shopping, by the way. Okay, okay. They had the uh, South Park episode on where uh, I guess the dad Randy uh, bought a Blockbuster, and it's just it's it's just kind of funny because it shows like this was in 2009 that streaming was taking over and that Blockbuster was dying. And he was making, uh, pointing out oh, these. Oh yeah, he was pointing out uh, statistics, and he was like, it, uh, "Blockbuster still dominates the market. The oh, the market share is still um, uh, dominated by Blockbuster." And at 2009, it still was there. And it's just, it's funny to think about in 10 years, a giant like Blockbuster was completely obsolete. Now, right? There's one left. That's just nuts to me. And it's, it's like, wild. so this kind of leads to my next question: is like. Is there already an alternative that could replace streaming now? Or are we at the peak of, like, this is it. Streaming is the best way because it's, it's right in our hands at all times. I, I, that's what I think. I feel like it's they've got the most convenient form of data transfer, so you don't have to go to a store or anything. It's right there. The only thing that would make it easier is a quicker way to find what you want to watch and to see it. So like, basically, when they're connected to our brains. Yes. <laughs> All right. When Netflix is inside your now, mind. Once we got those... And uh, it's just constantly streaming. Once we get those uh, contacts that, you know, we just have to scroll through with our eyes. Yep. And we're just, like, sitting in traffic with our self-driven car watching So do you think that in the next shows? the next 10 years, we're only going to see, uh, like, these packages of these streaming uh, corporations? Or is there anything else that could possibly change? I think that one could possibly come out and just own all of it. So you think Disney? Because it's it's Disney. Like, yeah. Let's be. Uh, we we haven't even talked about Amazon Prime, which it does put out great shows. You did talk about the uh, Tom Clancy show with Tom John Krasinski. Krasinski. I'm not saying it's necessarily bad. I'm just saying it. Has but an I I don't see Amazon becoming a do- like for them. They're in the market because they want to be in the market. Like, eh, they're let's get in the market because you know we can and we have money we can throw at it. But I don't see them being that dominating market uh, like Disney would. Doesn't Amazon have a lot of different venues for its yeah, business? Well, so it sells all yeah. sorts of things. Well, they have credit cards. They yeah. have, like, they're obviously so the brick and mortar shops still, too. Their streaming service is not the most crucial part. So they it's can a, it's, another, it's it. another selling point for Amazon Prime. They won't be forced into selling out to Disney, though, probably. No. Because they have all the other. Ben, can you look up a fact stuff. for us real quick? Who's more valuable, Amazon or Disney, right now? I'm just curious on that. What do you think? I'm, I'm definitely thinking that I think Amazon probably is. They have that huge Because they have more value. I think they have, you know. Yeah. 
storefronts and stuff. I don't know, man. They do have Disney World and Disneyland and all their Disney World. All their Disneyland. content's got to be worth something too. Um, I could just see some of the other ones getting bullied into like selling out to Disney Plus if it just takes over. Well, do you it's think like, like or die? You, you see all these like Fox and CBS has their own streaming apps now. So do you think that it's going to become well, well? Fox is already owned by Disney. Do you think? CBS, oh, really? Yeah. See, dude. Oh, it's crazy. So do you think like CBS is going to crumble and they're going to slowly become uh, owned by bigger corporations like maybe that? Like, yeah. maybe Amazon's like, hey, let's get serious into this this trade. I don't. Let's think, let's uh, buy CBS. I don't think they will. I think they're doing fine. I don't think they could compete with Disney anyway. Wow! Uh, wow! Ben just said Amazon is worth two hundred and thirty-two billion. Is worth more than four point five the size of Disney, which is fifty four billion. Disney's only fifty four billion. That's crazy. But you also think of like that's tangible value, so that's like assets as well for uh, Amazon. Okay, I don't know the the business end as much. I just know the way it's affecting our brains. <laughs> so just at, at the end of the day, our, David only cares about the content. Yeah, I'm just a big think of the children. Guy. It's just interesting times to live in. Interesting times. I was looking up the etymology of the word streaming because mm. I was like, when did, when was stream ever used in a way that had to do with like watching shows on a on a TV? Mm. And I was like, oh, let's see what the ancient stream word meant. And it just meant to flow, so it wasn't that exciting. But it was like kind of interesting the the way words change now. I feel like you could definitely ride on that. Like to flow means to like, oh, let's just put people in front of a TV and just let life flow, flow away. State. Let it flow away from them. Like well, there's maybe yeah. You I know mean, what I'm saying? I guess the the definition that made it applicable to streaming like data was it also means a continuous flow of data. Hmm. Or data. Yeah. How, do you, how do you say it? Data or data? Maybe there's really nothing behind it. We're just overthinking it. Yeah. I am. All right. All right. <laughs> That's I, that. I don't want – I'm not going to get Disney Plus because I don't really – there's not enough, enough urge for me to, like, watch Disney shows. I'm not a huge – I mean, I want to well, see Mandalorian, but I'll find somebody that has it probably just – I think me and Ben can relate to this more. I, like, I know my wife likes Disney because she likes to, you know, reminisce in the past of it. And also Ben has a kid, so having Disney Plus is a great thing yeah. to have when you can just be like, oh, any Disney movie, I could put them in Frozen. Then they can right after that watch the Goofy movie. Like, there's there's benefits to it as well. Yeah, definitely. Okay. Let's move on to answer the internet questions. Answer the internet question. All right. Question number one, David. Yes. And take your time. You don't need to rush this. This isn't like Final it Jeopardy fast. It has to straight off the dome. It's got to be hot. Would you rather... And I'll, I'll preface this by saying 90% of the internet chose one of these answers. Would you rather have a flock of geese swarm you every time you fart or B, never use a phone or computer again? <laughs> this, is, this is not an intelligent <laughs> question. Ben is shaking his head on this one. I just, the geese thing would be incredible. <laughs> I wanted. I want to have the geese. You agree? You can make money off that. You agree with ninety percent of the internet? Well, it just you wouldn't say it was because you farted. You could just say I can summon geese whenever I want. (laughs) I can get some food that you know triggers it, and all right, start wowing people, getting the ladies with your flock of geese. You'd be the geese whisperer, the geese squawker. I'm the geese squawker. Something like that. Oh my gosh, (laughs) this is so bad. Next question: Would you rather? Would you rather walk with a rollerblade on your left shoe for the rest of your life or have an angry, <clears throat> I'm not going to use the M word, little person walking in front of you slightly slower than you want to go for the rest of your life? And the other one was a rollerblade on my left foot? Yeah. 
probably I'd rather have the little person in front of me. We'd okay. become friends or something. It'd be like yeah, the, you you would companion. become friends with yeah, them. Yeah, we'd go around the world. All Better right. than trying to balance on a roll and never play basketball again. Yeah, or anything. Sports <laughs> Can you imagine playing basketball and your little guy is just walking in front of you the whole time though? <laughs> It'd be an instant screen, dude. That's, uh, that's just give and go. <laughs> Next question. Would you rather fight Mike Tyson or sound like him for the rest of your life? 64% of the internet picked one of these. I would want to fight him just because that would be an epic story. Yep, that, 64% of the people agreed with you. We are the same. People are all similar. <laughs> Next question. This one's a little controversial. Would you put your kid in a gorilla pit for $50,000? What? No. I mean RIP Harambe. That I guess yeah no. That would I think there would be some kind of parental instinct yep. that would kick in. 73% of the internet think the Lord said no. That's a lot. That's say, good. But that's like troll if you say yes. Nobody would really want to throw their kid in no. a real pit. And 50,000 is too low of a number. Is there a number you do it? Ooh. No. Good. No, just cuz and then the gorilla gets killed. It's all a bad situation. Just to make some it's money. Good to know that my co-host has some ethics. I have some qual. Yeah, I have some morals when it comes to children sacrifices to gorillas. <laughs> pretty baseline here. I just see Benny. There just shouldn't be a price so... on your kid's life. <laughs> Next question: Would you bet on all the one seeds beating the sixteen seeds in March Madness if you if winning got you one million dollars, but if you lost, you get shot in the face? No. What? No. No. What? I don't want to get shot in the face. You know, one oh. time in the past 60 years has a 16 seed beat a one seed. Yeah. That's the bet, right? To bet that all the 16 seeds win? No, all the one seeds win. Oh, really? Yeah. You bet all that, and if you win, you get a million dollars? Yeah. No. Still no. I would. Still no. 63% of the no. internet said they would. Jack wants the money. I would. For what? Depends on what you, you get shot in the face. Are you getting shot by Dick Cheney with a shotgun? Then you're fine. I don't think that would be what they brought in. That would be my stipulation. Okay. Well, he probably wouldn't miss the second time. He's had practice. He's ready. Next, last question. 63% of the internet chose one of these. Would you rather be twice your weight or half your height? Oh. So David, you would be. I know how it, I'd be. You would be you what, one foot it. two inches. One foot two inches. No, I'm five foot eight, so I'd be two and a half plus eight. <laughs> I'd be three foot something. I'd probably be. No, three. I do half the height, and I go find some culture I was accepted. <laughs> you would be. No, you're five foot I'd, nine, right? I'd go explore with my angry little person in front of me. Five foot eight, yeah. You would be two ten. Two two ten. Is that right? Yes. Yeah, you are right. Yeah. Yeah, 210. So my answer remains the same. I would <laughs> I would be short and I'd go find some Antarctica outpost and like study nature or something. Well, just accept my hermit life. Not saying I'd have to. Maybe I could I could say integrated in society. I just it would be a hard time. I don't think you Well, I'd probably keep the show going. It'd just be the tall guy and the really smart short guy. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, that'd be a great name for the yeah. podcast. Um, well, I don't want to be, I think it's 530 pounds. Oh. How much is that? Where are you at right now? 275. You're not 275. You're 275? Yeah. Well, I'm you six, carry it pretty good. I'm 6'7", though. Yeah. 6'6". 6'7". 6'4". Why am I shrinking? I do you think Jack's 6'7"? Ben's shaking his head now. Ben is not He's saying anything. 
Ben needs a mic. I know. We need to put yeah. him back on a mic. Like, I feel lost without Ben on a mic. I would, yeah, I'd rather be shorter still, though. Unless yeah. Unless I could have yeah. a way of working off. I don't want to be, a, like, I feel like once you hit past, like, 370, you're a burden on people. Like, you can't go to, whoa, Ben, why are you, why are you mad? 370 is a lot. I don't know. It would be a lot of work to, you'd have to do a lot of running and whatnot. Um, but either way, that's a ridiculous question. 300? I, I oh. object to it. I object to that. I'd rather be a short person. Concept. Let me be a little person. I would love to have a little little, little person personality. You could get a submarine that's way more effective at exploring the ocean because you could save room on parts and, you know. <laughs> so David's thought about There'd this. There'd be a spot for me. I'd make it super valuable. But, yeah. All right. All anyway. right. Anything on David's thoughts? Ooh, kind of somber note, but I was oh. reminded <laughs> that a year ago yesterday – we had one of our rangers get killed in, I think it was Afghanistan. And this is like the one-year anniversary, so I just wanted to... Sergeant Hasso, that was his name. I knew whoa, him. Whoa, whoa, let's not put names on here. Well, no, this was like, it came out and everything. Okay. It's open source. But okay. it's just like an awareness thing that there's still soldiers over there fighting and, you know, getting killed and everything. And it's like, it's easy to think of a statistic... And just a couple numbers, and you're like, oh, man, the U.S. hasn't lost that many men this year or whatever. But every person that is lost is, like, connected to a family. And when I flew out there, I went to, like, the funeral and everything, and the whole town showed up. And mm-hmm. the high school teachers he had, there, there's a lot of community members that came out there. And it was just – it was impactful to see how connected even one person is to a web of people and any one of these lives that perishes is valuable. And if there's a way to prevent it, it should be taken well, as a normal citizen, is there anything we can do to help these people? Uh, as far as, I mean... Like, is there an organization we can help donate to, help out? Is there certain things we can do? I would just, I mean, I would just say stay active in the decision-making of the country as much as you can in a mm. way that you can influence decisions. And, yeah, if you... Because there's a lot of mindset that we're powerless at some point to determine whether or not we can go into wars or get out of countries and whatnot. And a lot of that, I think, is true. But there are, I'm sure... I mean, I don't know many off... So I'm kind of a bad rep, but I don't know many <laughs> off the top of my head. But there are veteran programs and uh, fallen soldier programs where you can donate to the families and stuff. And that is super helpful. It's just more about being aware, I think, the of the incredible loss that happens with any one person is killed Definitely. or dies Definitely. but yeah i just saw it was coming up on my facebook feed thing which is cool about social media you can stay connected to people a lot longer and people were starting to bring up the memories and everything and so just wanted to put it out there definitely spread the awareness but yeah kind of a down note to end on i apologize but it is important stuff and i was watching a little bit of the democratic debate and i believe that it's an interesting time, but it's interesting to see these characters up there discuss topics. But Tulsi Gabbard, she was big on ending the war, and she had served, and a lot of people didn't like her. So I don't. I'm not saying like we should support Tulsi Gabbard. I'm just saying that it was interesting to see one politician say, "Hey, we should get out of these conflicts. They're not worth it." It's it's interesting. Everyone thinks that if you're a if you've served in the army or whatever branch that you have to be a Republican when you get out. And it's funny to see her, not funny. That's the wrong word. Uh, it's interesting to see her up there as a Democrat. Yeah. Is she more Republican? No, no, no. Her? It's like she's running as a Democrat. Yeah. That's, that's what I'm saying. It's just interesting. Cause everyone always says, Oh, you know, you th- cause they're all, they 
because you guys shoot guns. Like, I hate to dumb it down like that, but all you guys are believing <laughs> shoot guns. Shoot guns, you're Republican. Yeah, exactly. And so, like, it's it's just interesting to see that, and especially someone who served and is against this. And yeah, I'm no, I don't know if I want to give my full endorsement to Tulsi Gabbard. I don't know. <laughs> I haven't, I haven't been up to date on it there enough to be like, yeah, you should definitely vote for it. But I'm just saying, I liked her position on that. Oh, that was okay. good to see. But yeah, that's all I got. All right. That's all for us, folks. Thank you so much for listening. Be sure to check out all our content on InfoPilgrims.com. We have new podcasts and blogs out all the time. From all of us here at InfoPilgrims Network, we say thank you for listening. And until next time, let's make America think again. I stay out too late. We stay out too late. Got been swimming in my brain. Got me in your brain. That's what people say. Mm-mm. That's what people say. Mm-mm. I go on too many days. Let's go out, baby. <laughs> Can't make them stay away. At least that's what people say. Mm-mm. That's what people say. Shake, shake, shake. Let it, let it. Cause go. the dude's gonna 